I'm Audrey Cooper, the editor-in-chief of the San Francisco Chronicle. And today on Fifth and Mission, an interview with a California couple currently being held in quarantine in San Antonio. Their vacation to Japan has turned into an unending nightmare as they pass time either waiting to come down with the coronavirus or being cleared to finally go home. A full account of their experience was written by columnist Kathleen Pender and is online now at sfchronicle.com. But before we speak with them, you have another chance to tell us what you think about our podcast. Now, we can tell what stories you like to read online, but we can't hear what you're thinking when you listen to us. So let us know. It's a quick survey and you can win a $100 gift card. It's at sfchronicle.com slash podcast survey. Joining me today from their quarantine room at Lachlan Air Force Base near San Antonio is Otis and Carol Minesco. Thank you both for taking the time, though I'm uh, I'm sure you have a good amount of it nowadays. Yes, yeah, this has been uh, a quite wild ride. Yes, I'm sure. Well, first off, I think everybody wants to know the most important question is, how are you feeling? We are both virus-free and healthy, which is uh, is good. We're we're seeing things around us uh, that are scary. Yeah. That are scary from the time we are in quarantine on the ship. Uh, to coming here on the cargo plane uh, to now where we are at the, at the air base and uh, things here happened too. So you were on the Diamond Princess, which was a cruise ship carrying about 3,700 passengers. And since that cruise started, more than 600 people on that ship have tested positive for coronavirus. That must be really alarming to now be in quarantine and seeing these news reports about the latest diagnoses of the people that you were having vacation with. Yes, it is, because we're, we're not sure, uh, you know, some of the people we met went on tours that were in a bus and uh, got to know we have not seen any of them. So we're not sure if they're here or if they're in the hospital. So you were visiting Japan, is that right? Yes. yes. And was that your first time there? It was our first time to Japan, yes. We did make stops in Vietnam, which we've been to before. Uh, we stopped in Hong Kong for one day. And Taiwan. And Taiwan. And uh, so it, uh, it, it, it was a great trip for the first three weeks. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Um, how, did, how did they first tell you that somebody on the ship likely had coronavirus? How did you first get this information? Our cruise was finishing on the 4th of February, and uh, we put our luggage out on the night of the 3rd for them to collect, and then they were going to take us to the airport the very next morning. The very next morning at 6.30 a.m., they announced that we were going to be delayed for 24 hours because a passenger was confirmed with the virus. Um, Since that time, it's expanded to 14 days. And what what was your reaction when you first were told this? Total shock. Yes, shock. And uh, we basically went into hiding. Hiding in your cruise ship room. Yes. So what was what was it like in the cruise ship while you were quarantined there? Well, you know, it was very comfortable. Uh, We had uh, we, we had a very nice room. We had a big balcony. Uh, so we could go outside and get as much fresh air as we wanted. Uh, they delivered food to us three times a day, uh, and the food was was very good. And they 
allowed us a bottle of wine and a bottle of hard liquor every day if we needed it. And and that that changed at some point in the quarantine, right? Uh, that stayed the whole time we were there for 13 days in quarantine. Okay. Well, some people have said um, since this story has gathered steam that the containment efforts on the ship were not sufficient or even chaotic. And was that your experience or were you really isolated from what was going on? We were isolated. We They were letting different floors and rooms on the ship to go outside on the outer railings of the ship uh, each day or every other day. We chose not to do that because we were afraid there were still other people that were had the virus. So we only went outside of our cabin to on our balcony. And And how was it given to you? There was an option given to you about whether to stay on the ship or go into quarantine in the United States. Is that right? Yes, we had the option to stay. uh, However, the uh, U.S. uh, embassy pretty much told us that if we didn't take the plane ride and come wherever they were going to take us, that we could not get off the ship till March 4th. And then when we did get to the States, we would still have to do the 14 days quarantine. So it sounds like you just wanted to get home at that point. Well, we did because each day they were finding more and more people affected with this virus. So we felt we had to get away from it. It, it was spreading pretty fast. How did how did the government communicate with you? Were there announcements on the ship or did they email you? How, how was that communication happening? Most of it happened by uh, they placed letters in our inbox in our cabin. And uh, like they slipped it under your door. Uh, no, we had a little uh, little inbox just outside our door on the wall, and um, they would put a letter that kind of explained what they were going to do uh, in, on Sunday the 16th. That was their plan. Wow, that's incredible. So you decided that you wanted to go home. What happened once you made that decision? What happened next? We had to fill out some forms, uh, submit them, and uh, we got forms back that indicated that we were going to be we were going to be taken to Travis Air Force Base. They gave us luggage tags to, uh, to put on our luggage so they would they could follow our plane. And uh, we waited until uh, they told us to leave our room. And and that that sounded like it it was good news for you because you don't live too far from Fairfield. No, we're uh, less than two hours uh, from Fairfield, and now we're two thousand miles. So how did how did you get from the cruise ship to where you are now outside of San Antonio? They wouldn't. They took uh, different floors of the ship. Uh, that you could exit and go down to where they exited the ship, and you would uh, you had to check out as you went. Uh, and they took our passports from us, confirmed who we were. They put us on a bus, and we waited until they filmed up uh, all the buses they had waiting for us. And then you got on a a plane. And then they uh, we we sat in the bus for an hour there, and then by the time we got to the airport. Uh, they had already taken our passports, so they had to give them back to us, and they lost the passports, or didn't lose them, but they misplaced them. So we sat on the bus for almost two more hours before we got off and then got on the plane. And what was the plane ride like? Because all, all of these people, you must be concerned about being in a in a plane with people that you don't know have this virus or not. 
Well, well, we were very concerned. We thought we were going to Travis to start with, but then, uh, and we were on the bus uh, with a lot of people, so we were concerned that maybe some of them might be infected. Then we got on the plane, which was basically a cargo plane with uh, basically used uh, portable seats. And um, as we found out after we got on the plane, they had 14 infected virus confirmed people on the plane in a plastic tent. Oh, you didn't know that until after? Or could you see them on the plane? No, we were told that there would be no one that was had the virus would not be flying with us. I'm speaking with Otis and Carol Manesco from their quarantine room near San Antonio, where they're waiting to either get cleared of the coronavirus or come down with symptoms. We'll be right back after this. So it sounds like communication has been difficult and, yeah. um, and, and you don't, do you know now when you'll be allowed to go home? No, they tell us it's going to be at least 14 days from uh, Monday, which would be our second day. Third day. Third day. So uh, the, the problem we have here is that they are, they're finding people that left the ship that they felt didn't have the virus, and they are now finding that some of the people we flew home with and were in the bus with and were stationed in these rooms with next to us do have the virus. That must be very stressful to 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 undergo that and, and to also not be able to get a lot of straight answers. And, and perhaps there aren't any good answers right now. I don't think they know. Yeah. 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 They, they I don't think they're used to this sort of thing. Uh, when we got to the hotel, there was only one towel in our room. Uh, air conditioner didn't work. Um, they didn't have any sanitizer. Sanitizer. Uh, they, <laughs> there were a lot of things that, that, and nobody we could call and get a hold of. So you sent us some photos of your room, uh, which we have on our website. Um, I, I would describe it as a maybe a three star hotel room. Would that be appropriate? That would be probably high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're not are you're not allowed to leave your room, correct? Well, we are. We have they put up a portable cyclone fence around this complex so that uh, and put security guards outside to make sure no one left. Uh, and we were allowed to go out as long as we wore our mask and our gloves. And do you talk to other passengers or do you stick to yourselves mostly? We have never left our room other than going out on the little balcony that is in front of our door. Uh, and we have stayed away from contacting or even talking to any anybody else. Well, well, you both seem to be um, in relatively good spirits. I, I have to tell you, if it was me and my husband, we might be uh, ready to kill each other at this point. You've been you've been stuck in the same room with each other for a long time. I'm sure you're looking forward to um, seeing some other people at this point. Well, we are. And uh, part of our distraction even right now is we're watching them load more people into an ambulance and take them away. That's happening right now outside your window? Yeah, right now. We just watched them load up two more people, and we expect there's more because they've taken quite a, quite a few more pieces of luggage out. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, what, what, do the, what do the people look like? Can you tell what they look like when they're getting into the ambulance or just that they're being loaded into one? 
They're still upright and walking. They, they walk to the ambulance. Are you being regularly tested for the virus? Uh, we will be tested sometime uh, within the next couple of days. What does your typical day look like at Lachlan Air Force Base? Uh, well, we we uh, are we usually receive breakfast um, from them. They put it in a separate brown bag for each of us. They knock on our door and put it on the ground next to our door, and they they walk away. They don't want to have contact with us. Uh, we'll have the breakfast, which we have a coffee maker and. Um, a refrigerator, but uh, the, the food is, I, I wouldn't say excellent. Uh, it's not absolutely awful, but it's its not really good. Um, we watch the news. Um, we keep our, uh, we have one window that looks out over the driveway, uh, and we keep our eye on that. And we have seen three ambulances come today, and uh, apparently each took some people away. And are I, I, you've sent us some photos of people in hazmat suits. Is that typical of the the workers and um, uh, people that you see who are not in quarantine? Yes, uh, down below in full dressed hazmat suits, they're they're all over the place here. Uh, we have had people come to our door. Uh, they just have kind of gowns on with a full face mask, and they've taken our temperature about four times. Are you? Are you worried that you might have contracted it and and aren't showing any symptoms yet? Is every cough or sneeze a cause for alarm? It is. Yes, every time every time we uh, we sneeze or cough, uh, uh, we kind of look at each other and uh, and and then if we eat something that they've given us and it kind of upsets our stomach, uh, we start thinking, "Uh oh, here it comes." But so far. Th- temperature as one of the warning signs. And so far, we have not been anywhere near the warning signs. And what do you do to pass the day besides looking outside and watching the news? We answer a lot of texts from our friends at home. I'm sure that's true. Calls from reporters like me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have a lot of family and friends. We posted, you know, several pictures, which you probably have seen. Uh, And we get a lot of comments and uh, we respond to the comments. And then we've had some that have called us because we're able to receive calls here. Uh, And when we we look at a lot of Facebook stuff. One of my favorite things that I I read in the story that we did is that you tried to order some key provisions um, from from the Internet. Um, Can you tell me about that? Yes, uh, we received a form that said that Amazon would be allowed to deliver here. Uh, not necessarily to us, but they had a drop-off point. They would deliver there, and then they would forward it to us. Um, we had deliveries scheduled yesterday, and they were refused, which happened to be six bottles of wine. And we tried to get those same six bottles of wine delivered today, and they were also refused. <laughs> so there's a lot of communication problems with us supposed to be able to order from Amazon and them receiving and accepting Amazon deliveries. I think that's exactly what I would try to order from Amazon if I were you too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, not much else to do here. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, do you, has this soured your opinion of cruise ships? Because it sounds like you had a once in a lifetime experience, but I'm wondering, do you want to get on another one after you get out of quarantine? 
We have been on about 20 cruises. Uh, we've taken long cruises uh, every year for five, six, seven years in January. And in fact, this year we have already reserved a cruise in June and one in July. But we are rethinking those right now. I'm sure, I'm sure you will. Is there anything that you think that people should know? Because I think your experience that you're having could be emblematic of what many, many more people will have to go through if this virus continues to spread. Well, our, our whole feeling is hoping to stay healthy and stay away from catching the darn virus. And then when we get home, we kind of plan on even staying out of, uh, you know, visiting anybody even for a, a, a short time just to make sure that still everything is okay. Well, I hope you get out of there and I wish you continued health. And thank you so much for speaking with me today. Well, thank you for allowing us to share some of our uh, experience. Not that it's been all good. It has been the vacation that has become a nightmare. But uh, we're, we're just trying to get through it so we can recover completely at home. Yeah, you have a great attitude and, and I hope you get home soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank Otis and Carol Manesco for speaking with us today. Thank you to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening. Fifth Emission is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a financial supporter of the largest newsroom in Northern California. You can sign up for a San Francisco Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.